Welcome to the very first episode of the Draining Jimmy's podcast. Thank you, thank you. Now I'm your host, Jimmy. Welcome to the show. We got a lot to go over today. Big things have happened this week. Thursday was the kickoff to the NFL, Houston Texans, Kansas City Chiefs, defending defending Super Bowl champions, let it off with a W. I'll also be going over the last night's Eastern Conference semifinals, Celtics, Raptors. Not only that, the can not only that the LA Clippers played last night as well. Did they close out? Sorry to say, they did not. They're one win away from going to the first Western Conference final. That's great to hear, but they weren't able to close it out against the Denver Nuggets. Will the Nuggets do a comeback and tie it up and force a Game Seven? It's hard to say. Later on in the show, I will also be going over three games for tomorrow's week one. Three games of my choice, who I believe will win. I'll get out those picks later on. Also, at the end of the show, I'll be doing a little bit of a ranking. Five best quarterbacks of the last 20 years. Give some honorable mentions in regards to that. Also, updates throughout the day today on Saturday. Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, what's going on in there. But let's kick it off with Thursday Night Football. Houston Texans, Kansas City Chiefs. Let's just say one word to describe that game, dominant. Chiefs came out like we knew they would as the Super Bowl champs. Wasn't going to be like when they were down 24-0 against the Houston Texans in the playoffs. No, this time it was going to be different, and this time they came out dominant. Houston looked a little flat as I was watching the game. David Johnson had an okay touchdown, 77 yards. But it's the Chiefs. Defense looked good. Offense looked good. Rookie out of LSU looked phenomenal. Phenomenal. 138 yards, one TD, five and a half, uh, five and a half yards per carry. Solid game for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes didn't go lights out in the air because it was an all-around team game. Chiefs looked good. It's going to be it's going to be a good season. Now, are they the early favorites to win the Super Bowl? Yes, I'll, I'll give them that. Until they're dethroned, why wouldn't they be? Will I get into more about the more picks? As the podcast goes on, I might throw in a little pick here or there who I might think will be the Super Bowl champions this year. Early favorites would be the Chiefs. Do I believe that? It's week one. I, I might discuss it week eight as the teams develop who the real who who are the pretenders and the real people. Who are the real teams? Now Houston couple of things here and there. Protection on Deshaun Watson. They they invested in, in an offense. They traded a first round pick for Larry Tunsil. They still gave up four sacks. They, they, they need to work on that. Deshaun Watson needs to get the ball out a lot quicker. But hey, he's got to live up to that $160 million contract that they just got. Will Houston be relevant this season? Yes. They will probably win the AFC South. That's what I believe. But, like I said, it's week one. Lots of things to fix. Long se- It's, it's going to be a long season. It's going to feel longer than it has in past seasons. No preseason. Training camp was very small. But, 
It's, it's going to be a good season. Move over to Friday night. Eastern Conference semifinal, Game 7, Raptors and Celtics. Well, it wasn't the outcome Raptors fans wanted. It wasn't the outcome that I wanted. I wanted the Raptors to win. I wanted them to face the Heat. I wanted them to repeat. Is that selfish of me to say? Yes. But that's what I wanted. Did the Raptors blow it? Yes. Did the Celtics play good D? Yes. 18 turnovers costed for the Raptors. 18. You can't win a game on 18. I'm sorry, but you can't. The Raptors, this playoffs, never, I believe, had a complete game. Maybe one or two. I would say game four of the series was maybe their best game of the playoffs. A lot of people are going to be questioning, Pascal Siakam, is he worth the money? He's growing. When this was going on with DeMar and Kyle, same thing. Oh, Kyle can't do it. DeMar can't do it. Well, guess what? It's called growing. It's called getting better. Nick Nurse, should he have used his bench? He probably should have. He used Matt Thomas, which is I was happy with. Matt Thomas, straight shooter. Can get you the three when you need it. Can be a chase a play, chase a, a play player. That's what I like. People are upset that, you know, Marcus All wasn't the same. You know what? Marcus All brings a defense. That's what he was. That's what he was traded for last year. We, we didn't trade him for threes. We didn't trade him. We trade him to fight in the paint, get rebounds, play strong defense. If we were not happy, if we were not happy with Mark, then we should never have traded for him. But with his defensive presence, that's why he's there. Now the bench, I know, we, we, we had the best bench. Now everyone's just like, well, we scored 100 points against the Nets. The Nets are not the Celtics. Let, let's remember that. The Nets are the Nets. They're without Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. They, they, they played a, a decent series against us, the best that they could have. Game two was tight. But our bench is never going to put up 100 points on the Celtics. Could Nick Nurse probably use it? Probably. A lot of people are upset that they never use the bench that much. Well, this is where I'm going to defend Nick Nurse. Terrence Davis, I know it's his rookie season. He's going to have growing pains as well, and this is one of them. When you get brought in in a playoff game, you can't get three fouls in, in four minutes. Terrence Davis got into foul trouble a lot. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, I believe he wasn't healthy the most. Uh, Matt Thomas, he played when he played. And when he came in, he, he, he scored. I would have liked to see him score more or play more. I know his defense isn't the best, but when we needed offense, he probably could have been there for that. Siakam, Norman Powell, perfect. They were good off the bench, but don't get me wrong, guys. Like You're going to hate on Siakam for not being here, but Abaka sometimes had bad games. Norman Powell definitely had bad games. At one point, Norman Powell was the same as Terrence Davis, only getting a couple minutes because he was a liability, getting into foul trouble. So... Let's let's remember what players do during the game. Players earn their minutes in the playoffs. If, if the coach is seeing something that he doesn't like, like Terrence Davis getting into foul trouble when only given a couple minutes, that's not going to go over well. You're seen more as a liability than you are as a contributor. Now, Gasol, is he, is, is he near the end? I would say so. Um, you know... 
he, he showed up a little bit. Uh, game seven, scored a few baskets. But he got he got into foul trouble a lot this series. I believe he was ejected twice. Uh, he fouled out twice in the series. That doesn't that doesn't help your team. Kyle Lowry got fouled out yesterday as well. Um, it does help that Thice got fouled out too, so one for one. But at the end of the day, Lowry got fouled out as well. Siakam's performance, I, I would give it a D for the playoffs. Some people will say an F, but remember he plays good defense. Like he had a couple good blocks, he had a good good couple stops against Tatum, but he's growing. This is year eight of his life in basketball. Eight. Tatum, if you're comparing the two, because I know I saw some posts comparing the stats. Oh, this is what Siakam did in the playoffs, and this is what Tatum did. Guys, like Tatum's been playing basketball probably since he was five. Siakam is is playing eight. If we're we're expecting him to be like that right away with only eight years, come on, let, let's give him growth. DeMar DeRozan, when he came out of USC, grew. Takes time. Development. What, what Masai Ujiri has done with his team is a young core that's going to develop. That's what it is. Give Siakam time. Remember, some people didn't expect him to be their first round, but Masai something in him saw growth. And that's what we're seeing. We saw it in the playoffs last year. We we saw what he did in the G League. Like there there's growth there. This isn't the Dwayne Casey days where, you know, we're we're gonna halt someone's growth. Nick Nurse is gonna let them grow. This is a young core. Young. Plenty of time for this team to grow. Plenty of time. Now, what does the future hold? We'll see what this free agency does. Maybe it's time to say goodbye to Gasol. We'll see what Freddie does. Freddie's due for a big contract. What, what's, what's the contract going to be? Max, what are we going to do? Are we going to pay for him? Raptors fans want Giannis. Some Raptors fans want Bradley Beal. We, we have to make adjustments. Kyle Lowry's on for one more year. We got Matt Thomas for another two. OG Ananobi. We have Siakam. We even have Norman Powell. So we see how it goes. Terrence Davis is on because he's a rookie. We still have him for a couple years. We have a good young talent. Let's take our time. Learn from this playoff series. Remember, people did not even expect playoffs. Sam Mitchell had us at eighth at the beginning of the year. We finished second. Record better than what we had with Kawhi last year. Best winning percentage in history. Lots and lots of growth. Lots of things to be proud of this season. Siakam will grow. He will. It's just time. Please be patient with him. We know what he can become. We know what he did. He was an all-star. He's going to learn from it. He's going to learn from Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry went through the same stuff. I'm going to be honest. When it was the Damar and Kyle Lowry days, I did not care what we did in the regular season. I never care what we do in the regular season. All that matters was the playoffs. And you know what? 2020 hasn't been the best. Look at the world right now. And the NBA stopped. But those are my thoughts. Listen, growth is going to be there. Growth takes time. People want a championship now. They want to grow. But a lot of fans were also jumping ship when we went down to nothing. We went to game seven, folks. 
Eastern Conference Finals is set. Celtics, Miami Heat. I know my Raptors lost to the Celtics, but still taking the Heat. Heat and six. That's what I'm calling for. Why? Uh, the Heat. The Heat will come out strong, but the recuperated Celtics would evenly match it up. They'll make it a series. But I'd have the Heat taking in six. Jimmy Butler, I know deep down inside, wanted the Raptors. He's still pissed about last year. Very pissed about last year. You're one win away from the conference finals. A bucket goes in to end your series in game seven. So he, he definitely wants revenge. Now, will that revenge get him through the Eastern Conference Finals and maybe have him have a meeting with Kawhi Leonard in the NBA championship? We can only know. We can only wait and see. Will the Clippers be in the NBA championship? Will the Clippers actually go to a Western Conference Final? That's the question. Now, I like Jimmy Butler in the Heat. All-around good team. Solid coaching. It's, it's going to be a matchup. The matchup between the two coaches. What will the Celtics do compared to what the Heat will do? The Heat the Heat have a bench. Dragic off the bench can cause problems. Harrow, nice young player, can cause problems for them as well. But Heat and six, that's what I'm calling it for. Now the Clippers. The loving L.A. Clippers. Could have closed it out last night. They, they could have. They could have closed it out against the Denver Nuggets, but they couldn't. Now, they were in the lead. They were they actually had a good lead, but it's four quarters of basketball. They, they definitely saw the finish line before they got halfway. They thought the finish line was just over the ridge, but they didn't realize that you got a mountain in the way. And that mountain was Jokic and Murray. Like, come on. They, they just came back from a th- being down 3-1 in the previous series, and they probably thought it was going to be ending in four. Chances are momentum will carry over for Denver, and maybe we will see a game seven. Two game sevens in this series in the, semi- in the conference semifinals. That would be great to see. But I can see the Clippers closing out game six. Moving on. Now... The Lakers are playing tonight against the Rockets. Let's see if uh, LeBron and them can close it out. That's the thing. Can LeBron close it out and the Rockets? Can James Harden keep it alive? That is the question. But it's looking like an all-LA conference final. That's what it's looking at. All-LA conference final. So, now, who am I picking in the Western Conference final to win? It's hard to say. I, I don't want LeBron, and I'm not being a LeBron basher, but the Clippers do have the better team. On paper, better team, but it's it's what can you do now? Can your team perform? Can Lou Williams be the sixth man like he always has been? Are they going to be able to out-rebound AD? Can Kawhi shut down LeBron, and will LeBron go in control of the game? But... Until their conference semifinals have been completed, we'll go through that. We'll, we'll answer that question at a later date. So next week, we definitely will have the conference finals. I'll definitely go over that between the two teams. 
I'm picking the Clippers if it happens. But hey, for all we know, Denver forces a game seven tomorrow night. And then we could be talking about LA and Denver in the, the Western Conference Finals. Lakers versus Nuggets. That would be an interesting series. AD versus the Joker. That would be a matchup you'd like to see in the paint. I think a lot of people would like to see that. The way the Joker's been playing this series, it would be an interesting series. But the Lakers would definitely take the Nuggets. Just saying. If it ever came down to that. But I told a buddy of mine this year, I wouldn't be shocked if the Clippers did a Clippers thing and just somehow couldn't make it. Remember, they're one win away from their first ever conference final. Ever. Let that sink in for a little bit. Let that, you know, first ever. Raptors got a championship before the Clippers. Will Kawhi Leonard take three different teams to the championships? Three. It'll be interesting. Him and LeBron would both be doing it. That's something to think about with this year in history. If this happens, one LA, at least one of the LA, te- one of the players on the LA teams, one of them will be taking their third team to an NBA final. Question is, will they win? Is this the year the East wins? Is this the year that the NBA championship returns to Miami or Boston? Does Boston deserve another championship? No, nah, maybe only for baseball. I am a Sox fan, you know. World Series for them. But let's let's see what happens. Monday we'll be going over the weekend of sports. Lots to cover next Monday. I'll definitely be covering over the Clippers, Lakers, Sunday night football. I actually will be talking about Sunday night football tonight with the Cowboys and the Rams. So let's get into that. NFL season just started this week. I did go over Houston and the t- Houston and the Chiefs going at it on Thursday. Well, I got three picks for tomorrow that I'd love to discuss. We got the Packers and Vikings that I like, Saints and Bucks in the Sunday Night Football, Cowboys and Rams. I'll be making those picks as the show goes on. So I might as well just break it off. Packers and Vikings. Let's go. Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins. Both solid quarterbacks. Ex-Washington football team quarterback, Kirk Cousins, now Minnesota for the last couple of years. We'll see. It, I'm, I'm going to be going with the Vikings for this one. It's week one. It's it's going to be hard to see what teams will be performing with the shortened offseason. Uh, tra- no, like, less contact with training camps, no scrimmages with other teams. They were still able to scrimmage with their own team, but they couldn't do scrimmages with others. No preseason, that was canceled. But let's let's see what's going on. Let, let's see what happens. I'm going to take them just because it's week one, and I think they're a solid pick. Solid pick for a week one, just because they are right now a little bit of an all-around better team. They have a little bit more weapons than what uh, Aaron Rodgers has. But what will the team records be at the end of the season? We'll see. We'll see as the, as this podcast season goes on what I'll be discussing. But I, I, I do like I do like the Vikings as my first pick. I do. Game number two, Saints and Bucks. Tom Brady's first game as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Sounds weird, doesn't it? 
Tom Brady in a Buccaneers uniform? I know we've had months to think about this. Now, the team that he has, on paper, way better than the Patriots. Now, the coach uh, is one thing. Now, that's a different story. The coach, Bruce Arians, is not Bill Belichick. Sorry, fans, but he's not. Offensive guru, I love them. Loved them when he was in Indy for the two for the two separate times. We had him for Peyton Manning. We had him for Andrew Luck. Definitely a great coach, especially coach of the year. What he did in Arizona, solid. But it's it, it, you're you're facing Drew Brees and the Saints, and you know what? The Bucks and Saints always have good games, always. And you know what? It, it's it's hard to say what's going to happen. You know, anyone like you're getting your week one matchup. This isn't even the Sunday night football. You have Breeze and Brady facing off in the afternoon, and this didn't get a Sunday night football game. I'm shocked. I would put this as a primetime game. They've known about the schedule since April. They've known that these people would be facing each other in months in advance, years in advance. But hey, Brady didn't sign until March. But what I'm liking is I'm going to go with the Bucks. Bucks is the pick for tomorrow. It's, they're just the all-around better team. Don't get me wrong. Saints offense can explode. Alvin Kamara's got the offense. Actually, Alvin Kamara just got paid. Let's all think about that for a second. Alvin Kamara just got a new contract, and he will be making over $15 million a year. He got that contract that he wanted to be closer than Christian McCa- to Christian McCaffrey. He got it. He got paid. That's what he wanted. Dalvin Cook got paid too. So we got two running backs tomorrow who will be hopefully – living up to their deals but hey i i sometimes people when they get their deals we'll we'll see what happens sometimes they don't live up to it sometimes they just fall they just don't they they haven't they have a what's the word a okay season an average season there we go average season that's what they'll have because joe mixon got his contract Joe Mixon's actually in a different situation than them. He has a brand new quarterback. But Dalvin Cook, Kamara, both got their new contracts. And I'm picking both of their teams. Actually, no. I'm not picking both of their teams. I'm picking one team, the Vikings, Dalvin Cook, to win. And I'm picking the Saints the Saints to lose to the Bucks. Listen, Saints have a great offense. Michael Thomas, Drew Brees. What, what can I say? Kamara coming out of the backfield. It's going to be a good offense. It's going to be a good show. It would definitely be interesting to see what Brady can do with this offense. He's got he's got more weapons on this team than he did last year. Like he had no tight ends. He barely had a wide receiver. Mohamed Sanu didn't do much for a second round trade. Julian Edelman is up there in age. Running back, or running back by committee, which was a committee because none of them really made an impact on them last year. Brady still got them to the playoffs. That's that's what it is. Brady still got them to the playoffs. But hey, we'll, we'll see what's done. We'll see what Jones, we'll see what Fournette, we'll see what Evans, Godwin, OJ Howard, Gronkowski. Let's see what this team does. Let's see what they can do with Tom Brady. Let's hope that they understand what it's like to play with Tom Brady. Because if, if you're on Brady's side, on bad side, you're not going to get the ball. You have to coordinate and compete with Brady. 
I know a lot of people are happy that Fournette got signed by the Bucks. Gave Brady another rep- weapon. I get it. You're, you're going from the Jacksonville Jaguars to the Bucks. Your, your team has improved tenfold. You actually have a competing quarterback. But just remember, Fournette, you're also on a team that was five minutes away from beating the Patriots from going to your Super Bowl. Let's remember that. Now, Fournette, I know you're excited to be with them, but like I stated, if you are not doing what Brady says, I don't care if you can run an A-gap, I don't care if you can drop a shoulder into a linebacker, but if you're not doing the proper pass coverage, if you're not in the proper spot, if you're not listening to the adjustments on the line, you are not going to last long with Tom Brady. It's the way it was in New England. If you are not listening or adjusting to it, it will be a difficult time. You're playing to the quarterback. He's in charge. Don't get me wrong. Bruce Arians is the coach. He, he's in charge of the team. But it's it's going to be Tom Brady's show. So just a reminder, pick one was the Vikings. Pick two was the Buccaneers. Now we're going on to the Sunday night game. Cowboys, Rams. It's going to be an interesting game. Dak, Dak is playing again for a contract because he turned down a buttload of money from the Cowboys, a buttload, and he signed a franchise tender of 30, 31 million. He wanted closer to 40. I, I don't blame him. If you look at Deshaun Watson and if you look at Patrick Mahomes, they got paid. Does he deserve the same amount as Deshaun Watson? Probably. Maybe. Close to it. But hey, he's on the Cowboys. They're the kings of Texas. Well, they're supposed to be the kings of Texas. But hey, he's playing for a contract. He's in He's in the Kirk Cousins situation where franchise tag to franchise tag. Well, actually, this is the first year of the Kirk Cousins remake. Kirk Cousins 2.0 type of contract situation. Gets a franchise, wants a multi-year deal, he wants more term, he wants more money. That's what it is. But hey, if he performs, if the Cowboys perform, we'll see what happens. Last year the Cowboys didn't perform. I think the Cowboys can win the division easily this year. They should. They have the better team, wide receiver core, running backs. Defense is decent. They're better than the Eagles. And Dak stays healthy. I'm not. I'm not a Cowboys fan. I'm not saying hey. I'm a Colts fan, and we've had our issues. But the Cowboys should be able. Dak should be able to perform this season. Now I do have the Cowboys being the Rams. Like I said, all around better team. Jared Goff and the Rams versus you know the Cowboys. Rams had that Super Bowl hangover last year. Did not play well. Did not play well at all last season. Didn't even make the playoffs. Cowboys should have made the playoffs, but they didn't. So we have a battle of two teams with high expectations from 2019, and both failed to make the playoffs. So I'm choosing the Cowboys. So once again, my picks are Vikings, Bucks, Cowboys. As my three picks, we'll go over those games Monday night uh, for the next for episode two of the podcast. Uh, once again, this is the Draining Jimmy, the Draining Jimmy's podcast. I am your host, Jimmy. So, lots of things have happened this week. 
lots kick off the NFL, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, golf. Kevin Durant is in the news talking about why he chose the Nets over the Knicks, how he didn't never considered the Knicks. He just he just believed that Brooklyn was best for him. That they're just going to go there and play ball. That's never a show. I I don't mind Kevin Durant, but I'm not in love with Kevin Durant. That's what I'm that's what I'm going to leave it at that. Basically, when if you saw what was being posted by Bleacher Report, Yahoo Sports News, all on Instagram, it made it sound like he was just choosing money over winning. I get it. It's the Knicks. I wouldn't go to the Knicks either. We all know what their history is. We know what the history of their owner is. But he doesn't want to be the king of New York. FYI, Brooklyn is in New York. It's just a suburb. But hey. Giannis Antetokounmpo, everyone is blowing up over him. Where does he go after next season? Everyone is jumping for joy that he has unfollowed all of his teammates from the Bucks, showing signs of, hey, maybe he's going to be leaving this season. Maybe it's already done. Maybe it's already over. I don't know. I'm not reading into it because the price tag for Giannis Antetokounmpo is a lot. I believe it's going to be a lot. You're talking about multiple first-round picks, possibly some young guns to go back in return. You're going to be looking probably at what Paul George got when the Clippers traded for him. Probably something similar to that. And the Clippers gave up their future for two years. Let that sink in, guys. In two years, George and Kawhi can be gone. But hey. Oh, well. I'm not in the basketball management. I'm not willing to jeopardize future. Championship is what you grow to a stride to be. You don't buy championships. So. But Giannis would be a great fit in Toronto. He'd be a great fit on any team. I would love to have him in Toronto. Especially with the Masai Ujiri connection. Uh, he would definitely fix our center problems. But I don't, I don't get why after all these years. Raptors always had problems with their rebounding offense and defensively he'd be great to have in the paint to go compliment to Siakam Freddie it'd be, it'd be a good a good addition to the Raptors if they can get him for all we know he stays with the Bucks. but I do know this I don't see him going to this heat why go to the team that you lost to go to the team that you want to that would play them multiple times kick their butt that's why a lot of players in the NFL and all other teams go to teams in the same division as their other team. Because, one, they want to destroy them. They want to beat them. They want to be like, hey, you're the ones that made the mistake, not me. I wanted to stay. You chose me not to. But if I was Giannis, I'd go to a team that would be playing the Heat a couple times a year. Maybe go to Toronto. Hopefully maybe see them in the playoffs. Dominate them in the playoffs. Maybe you'll get that first ring. But decide what you think is. We'll be coming up shortly on the rankings of the best quarterbacks of the last 20 years. Definitely a tough list to come up with. Last 20 years. A lot of good quarterbacks. A lot of them are going to be here. I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, hopefully Mahomes is in that top five. Uh, I, I, I'm going to be breaking a lot of people's hearts. I didn't put Mahomes in the top five. 
Why? Because <laughs> he's, he's year three of a starter, fourth year technically in the NFL. His future hasn't really started. He's had a bright future so far. Great first two years. A lot of people wish they had that in their whole career. A 50 touchdown season followed by an MVP with a Super Bowl ring and a Super Bowl MVP. Nothing wrong in there. Nothing wrong with that. But it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Now I said earlier I would be discussing who I might think will be going to the Super Bowl, who they might be facing. Now, out of the NFC, I'm gonna like the Seahawks. I do. I, I like Russell Wilson. I like that team. The the defense with the addition of Jamal Adams will be it will be interesting. But I I like that team. I'm gonna go with the Seahawks to the Super Bowl. Will they win? I I don't know. Because it's all depending on who they play. Now, some people are wondering, well, what about the AFC? You have the Chiefs. Yes, the Chiefs are the fan favorite. Chiefs are the bandwagon favorites. Yes, the bandwagon favorites. Bandwagon, sorry. Wagon, sorry. It's my first podcast. I'm trying my best to pronunciate as best as I could. So I do apologize and some of my words did not come out clearly. I do. But thank you for listening. If you are, I greatly do appreciate it. This is episode one of the Draining Jimmy's podcast. Now, I said the Seahawks. Seahawks sounds like a good pick. Can San Francisco go back to what they were? Can the Cowboys actually live up to their potential? Some people do pick the Cowboys. They had some good picks. Let's see what they do. They're going to win the NFC North, or the NFC East, sorry. NFC North, yes, I picked the Vikings to win week one against the Packers, but I'm picking the Packers to win the NFC North. I picked the Vikings to win week one because I think they're the better team for week one all around, but it's Aaron Rodgers. I can still see them winning the division. NFC West. I did pick the Seahawks to come out of the West, so they're going to be winning. Sorry, I have the Seahawks coming out of the NFC. I have them winning the West. Why not win the West? And NFC East, I picked, the, like I said, Cowboys, Green Bay Packers North, the NFC South. Now that's the question. Falcons, eh, Carolina Panthers, no. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Saints. <sighs> I, I'm going to go with the Bucks winning the division. I, it, you know what? My final four, I'll get to my final four in a bit. But the Bucks winning the division. So my NFC picks, NFC West, Seahawks, NFC South, Bucks, NFC East, Cowboys, and NFC North, the Green Bay Packers. Now the AFC, well, that's going to be a different story. You got you got some decent teams. You got the Chiefs. You know what? The Chiefs will be the favorites to be in the conference finals. They'll be winning the West. Oakland will be a decent team this year, but they, they won't be a match for what what the Chiefs will bring. Chargers, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. And the Broncos. Hey, Broncos could be the sleeper, but, you know, they lost Von Miller. Their defense is hurting. They have a young quarterback. Drew Locke will be a decent quarterback. But I'm going with Kansas City as the right pick out of that West. The North and AFC North, you got Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. 
I, I'm not. Some people are going to have Baltimore going to the Super Bowl. I would just like Baltimore to win a game in the playoffs. I do. I really do. Like. Lamar Jackson, you got the MVPs. That's great. Win a playoff series. I know you're young. Develop, but that's the goal. Win one. It took Houston a long time to even get to one. To, to win a playoff game. They won their first one this past year. First playoff game. That That's, yeah. And, I, and yeah, their first playoff game. Now, going to the AFC South. You got the Texans, Colts, Titans, Jacksonville. Good old Jacksonville. You might as well just put them as an easy W. Actually, the Colts are playing Jacksonville tomorrow. I have the Colts winning that game. I didn't put it on the pick because it, it, it's my team. I don't want to be showboating the Colts. But I, I don't know what to say about my team. You know what? I'm, I'm happy we have Phillip Rivers. I wish they didn't give up on Jacoby Brissett so quickly. I would love to see what he can do with this wide receiver core. Last year, we didn't have much. But hey, if your quarterback doesn't perform with what you got, it's always the quarterback's fault, right? Of course. Blame it on the quarterback. But I, I have the Texans taking the division. It sounds like a safe pick. It, it kind of is. But like I said, I'm, I'm going to be just reevaluating everything at the end of the, in midway through the season because it was a short and off season again. So... AFC West, I right now have the Chiefs. AFC South, the Texans. I really want my Colts to prove me wrong and win the division. I really do. This Colts team has a lot of potential. AFC North, Baltimore. Big Ben is back for the Steelers, but let's see what they do. The Steelers, you know, they could compete with Baltimore. It could be a toss-up. And last but not least, the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills. Should I sleep on the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, they are the early favorites to win the division. They probably will win the division. But Cam Newton and the Patriots. You have a young quarterback with an older team. A running back by committee. Players opting out. The defense isn't the same. Pats will finish second. I'm not convinced by Miami. Mr. Harvard Fitzpatrick will not be leading this team to anything for Miami. USC's Sam Darnold. God, I want him to improve so much. I also wanted to stay at USC for one more year. USC, old SC, fight on, fight on. But the Jets, I, I hope they do right by developing Sam Darnold properly. But I'll get on to USC quarterbacks and developing maybe in another podcast. Not today. Sometimes I just get upset about USC quarterbacks and their development. I wish they performed a lot better. Like I said, another podcast. Now, AFC East, I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. Sounds like it. They, they have the best team all around. Stefan Diggs, what will they do? Josh Allen finally has a wide receiver. Let's see what he does. Will they show up? So... My final four for, for uh, the AFC conference. Sorry, for the final four for both conference finals. This is where my uh, dark horse is going to come in. I'm going to go Chiefs and Colts as for the AFC. 
Colts are going to come in as a wild card, and they will go to the AFC finals. Will they win? I don't know. I'll go over my like. I, I don't want to jump on the Chiefs bandwagon and say, "Hey, they'll come out of the AFC," but I, I'm going to say my matchup is is going to be Chiefs and Colts conference final. I'm calling it today. We'll, we'll like I said, talk to me week eight. This is just my early predictions, but I, I'm I'm going with the Colts as the dark horse as the conference final. Does that mean the Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl? Mm, maybe. Or maybe I'm picking the Colts as the dark horse team to go to the Super Bowl. That could be it. Sound like a fanboy, but hey, I believe in my Colts. Let's see what happens. It's going to be tough, but I'm going to go with it. The young defense, Phillip Rivers, I like the wide receiver core. Two-headed monster at running back. Colts is the dark horse in the AFC title game. Called it. Now, NFC. I, I said Seahawks earlier. Seahawks and Bucks. You can't go against Tom Brady. It's going to be Brady-Wilson rematch of a former Super Bowl. Tom Brady got the best with a, uh, a pick with a cornerback on his defense with a pick in the end zone. Hard to say what's going to be happening now. Brady's got the better team, has a decent defense. It's Russell Wilson, though. He'll have a good team, too. Good wide receiver core. We'll see what happens. But my final four, so Colts versus Chiefs, Bucks versus Seahawks. And actually, I didn't mention the Seahawks going to the Super Bowl. Who would the Seahawks face? Seahawks and Colts would be an interesting one. But I'm going to go. I'll say this. I won't give my winner today. I know I said earlier I said I'd give my winner. But week one, you know what, on Wednesday's podcast, because I'm going to try and do this Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays with the rankings. But Wednesday, I will go over Super Bowl picks. I'll jot that down. Now, like I said earlier at the show, I'll be going through the top, the five best quarterbacks, in my opinion, in the last 20 years. I will give some honorable mentions. There are some. There's been a lot of good seasons, a lot of good quarterbacks. So I'm going to give a honorable mention because I know some people, if you're listening to the show, once again, like I said earlier, thank you for listening to the show. This is the Draining, the Draining Jimmy's podcast. Honorable mention, first one, Patrick Mahomes. I feel like I have to put that in there because I know some people who will be listening will be like, well, he's, he, look what he's done. Well, uh, uh, he's an honorable mention. There, that's me giving it to you as best as I can be. Honorable mention. But number five, I have his team potentially going to the Super Bowl. Oh, actually, I do. As early picks, Russell Wilson of the Seattle Seahawks. Look, look what he's done since he came into the league since 2012. His rookie season, he tied Peyton Manning in touchdowns. Always been every year considered an MVP candidate. Won a Super Bowl his second year. Went to another one the year after. Lost to Tom Brady. But that no, number five, Russell Wilson. Solid quarterback, especially for the last eight years. Solid. Can't go wrong with that. I, I think he's top five. He's got a big arm, can use his legs. Always finds a way to win. 
Number four, Aaron Rodgers. It's a pick. Some people are probably like, well, who could be higher than Aaron Rodgers? Well, you're going to find out who I have who's higher than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has been impactful for the Green Bay Packers ever since he took over for Favre. Since Favre, they made the switch. Took his team to a Super Bowl and won. And he, and he won in fashion, too. He won in fashion. And you know what? He's always considered an MVP. He's always considered relevant. Now, injuries have sidelined him. He's had a few injuries in the past. Healthy. I know a lot of people are taking flack. Or a lot of people in the Green Bay organization taking flack. Because, you know, they are they drafted his quarterback, Jordan, as, the, as his replacement. But, hey, we'll see what happens. But... Every year, we talk about Aaron Rodgers as probably the best quarterback in football. Yes, that's even including Tom Brady at any age. Even when Tom Brady won his fifth Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers is still the MVP. He's still the best. But hey, Aaron Rodgers got that one, and he's always kept Green Bay relevant in the season. Number three out of New Orleans, Drew Brees. Solid pick. You can't go wrong with it. Some of you might be thinking that these are, you know, just generic picks. But if you look at the last 20 years, what he's done for the city of New Orleans, bringing them home a, sit, uh, a championship, making them, putting them back on the map. Because if you've been following football, you would remember the old days of the A.J. Horn days, Drew McAllister days. They were just awful days. Just awful. But he, he brought New Orleans back. He resurrected the city when the city was destroyed when the city was hurting you have to give him love for that and the consistent 5,000 yard passing seasons come on you have to give him that too consistently it's not like some quarterbacks maybe just do it once once no he's done it multiple times now the team hasn't performed when he's done that but it's still an achievement no matter what plus breaking the Johnny Unitas consecutive touchdown streak and he also leads the league, also leads the career passing yards as a quarterback all time. You have to give that respect. Other honorable mentions before I get to number two, Brett Favre, Kurt Warner. We'll start off with Favre first. We all know what he did, gunslinger. Some people might be like, oh, well, he probably could be in their top five. No, no, he couldn't because... His ending in Green Bay, what he did in Minnesota, the year that I'm writing off from New York because, well, he was not good with the Jets. We, we remember for the trick plays and what he did, but he, he's an honorable mention. Kurt Warner, why? Same thing as Brett Favre. I'll throw away the Giants years, uh, especially when they drafted uh, Eli Manning. But no, solid in St. Louis, especially being undrafted. I, the, the greatest show on turf wasn't in, in the last 20 years. 1999 when they won that Super Bowl. But they still had the greatest show on turf when they went to play against the Patriots. So I shouldn't say the greatest show on turf was just 99. No, it was it was during the Kurt Warner era. Uh, but Warner's had injuries. He's had that. The difference between him and Favre is Favre had the Iron Man streak. Always had it. Favre was always durable and loved to play. Was willing to throw his body in. But those injuries caught up to him. 
And you know what? I'm not doing this because I'm a Colts fan, but Philip Rivers has had a decent career in the last 20 years. No, he's taken his team to the conference final, never to a Super Bowl. Never. He, he's not as successful as his draft classmates of Roethlisberger and Eli Manning. You know what? I can even throw Roethlisberger as a good quarterback for the last 20 years. Decent, big arm, had the weapons, two Super Bowl rings. Can't, can't really complain. Should only have one, though. We all know what happened in that 05 Super Bowl. He did not go into the end zone. But hey, I wasn't the ref. I wasn't running the replay booth. But, you know, shout out to Jerome Bettis winning his first Super Bowl in his hometown, Detroit. Love that. But those are my top. So those are my honorable mentions. Let's go to my number two pick from Tennessee, drafted in 1998, Mr. Peyton Manning. It's just an easy pick. It's it's right. Look what he did. Look how he changed the quarterback position. The way he adapted the spread offense. Had had all the records for a quarterback, well, except for interceptions. Favre is going to be that guy. That will be him. Favre will maintain that record. But no, when he retired, he had the most TDs, most passing yards. Still has the record for most touchdowns thrown in a season. Most passing yards thrown in in NFL season. So, solid. Took four different court coaches to the Super Bowl. Four different. Dungy, Caldwell, Fox, Kubiak. Four different. A lot of quarterbacks that go to the Super Bowl are always the same consistent coach. Let's all remember that, too, when we're talking about the debates. Manning took four different coaches. Four. Brady still had his one. Brady's on his second coach. His second. Drew Brees is still on his. Drew Brees is on his second, but he's on his second different team. But still had the same coach since he came in in 2006 to New Orleans. Pete Carroll is still there for Russell Wilson. So, let's remember that. Aaron Rodgers is now on his second coach. He had Mike McCarthy for the majority of it. But hey, that's what we have. So that's the, so that leaves just number one. Who is number one? Well, it's obviously simple. Tom Brady. I, I, I'm a Colts fan. I'm going to admit it. Tom Brady has owned the NFL for the last 20 years. Nine Super Bowl appearances. Six of them wins. Some of them were close. Some of them were very close. Some some of them, you know, some of them were just, you know, just good old-fashioned hard football wins. But six Super Bowls. You can't argue with it. Hasn't been done. He was the second coming of Naismith, uh, second coming of Joe, Mo- of Joe Montana. I almost said Naismith there. Wrong sport. Shares the same first name as me, though. But hey, definitely wrong smarth. Or if you could if maybe heard it incorrectly, Namath. Wrong era. Wrong team. Used to play on a team that the Patriots always played against. But no, arguing Tom Brady. Tom Brady can be finishing top two in the category for passing yards, touchdowns. Him and Drew Brees will be going at it, but Drew Brees will finish number one. 
just the way his arm is a cannon. But overall, number one, Tom Brady, the Super Bowls, the way he's just been consistent. Now, can he do what he did with Bruce Arians and this team? We'll see. We will see. He still took his team to a divisional round last year. But, hey, time will tell. New coach, new team, new system, new weapons, better weapons, younger weapons. We'll see what the Bucks can do. I have the Bucks in the conference final against the Seahawks. But still do not have my Super Bowl winner. I will discuss that Wednesday. I will discuss that Wednesday on the show who my Super Bowl winner will be. Just after watching week one, I just want to see. These next four weeks in the NFL are kind of going to be our preseason. What we're going to see, who's here, who's the pretender. We'll see what's going on. So final thoughts on the show. It was, it was, I, I think it may have gone well. It looks like it sounded like it gone well. But I'm, I'm happy that everyone... Uh, that hopefully everyone gets a chance to listen, uh, take a shot. It's going to be a different show. I'm going to try and make it a different show, but I do greatly appreciate anyone who listens to this show. Like I said, so I'm going to try and get the show done every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and try and get an occasional Saturday. I might try to do it every Saturday. It's going to be tough, but Saturdays I like to throw in some rankings. If you have any suggestions, go right ahead. Um, in the next podcast, I will be bringing out what I have for my Instagram. Uh, I will be having a blog going through as well. That's in the working process. You can try and blow up this, try to expand the podcast into a blog. I'll have the Instagram going. So once again, this is the draining Jimmy's podcast. Uh, thank you again for those who have listened. Um, I definitely look to like to grow, help you with anything in regards to sports. So thank you again for listening. Have yourself a wonderful night. Go Raptors, go Colts, go Sox, even go Penguins. Fight on to old SC, fight on to USC. And you know what? Everyone have a good night. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. This is Saturday. And once again, this is Jimmy, or you can call me James, or maybe Jimmy James. But this is the Draining Jimmy's podcast, signing off. Have a great night. Thank you.